This podcast of Seattle Unity Sunday Service is free to you, but it's not free to make. Please remember to hit the donate button so we can continue to bring you great podcasts like this one. Hi, this is Karen Lindvig from Seattle Unity, and this is our Palm Sunday Service where I'm um, recording or going live actually from my home in Lake Forest Park. So as we do, we begin by um, calling in the goodness of the universe, which is really what is needed right now. So let's just take a moment to become still as we recognize that there is but one presence and one power in my life and in the universe, God the good omnipotence. And I invite you to breathe in this truth. And we not only breathe in this truth, but we send out this power this life force of goodness throughout the planet we hold all those who are alone and suffering right now we hold all the first responders the 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 care workers the doctors the nurses all of them we see that spirit of god that spirit of goodness the spirit of strength that moves in and through each and every single one of them and we are grateful for the ability to see the good, to call forth the good, and to hold uh, steadfast in our faith and our strength during this time. And so for this awareness, we are truly grateful. Amen. So this is a different kind of Palm Sunday. Obviously, everything's different right now, isn't it? Um, and we're having a totally different way of celebrating it because normally we're waving our palm branches and we're singing Hosanna in the highest. And it's a day of great celebration and it's a day of, it's the pinnacle of Jesus's ministry and, and his career in a sense. And so normally when I'm looking at this story, to me, metaphysically, it's always about going public, like uh, standing for what we believe in and, and, and speaking it and not being afraid of the consequences. But today there are no crowds. And so what I want to do is to focus on a different part of this story than I normally do. Because um, we are about to enter into Holy Week and um, I'd like for us to be mindful particularly of this Holy Week, because collectively we're all going through our own crucifixion experience. So we're going through an individual crucifixion experience and a collective crucifixion experience. So back to the story. So Jesus knows the prophecy that foretells the coming of the Messiah who will free the Jews from the Roman rule. And in the book of Zechariah, this is the prophecy. Say to the daughter of Zion, see, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. So Jesus knows this prophecy. And of course, everybody knows this prophecy. And so he decides on this day that he's going to fulfill this prophecy. And in Matthew 21, Jesus goes to his disciples and he says to them, go to the village ahead of you and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, tell them that the Lord needs them and he will send them right away. So 
we all know the picture, right? Jesus is riding this cult and the people are throwing their cloaks and palms in front of them and saying, Hosanna in the highest. Um, but I think when we also look at this story, like, why is he riding a cult? I mean, can you imagine trying to ride a donkey, a cult that's never been ridden before? Chances are, you know, it could have run off into the crowds. It could have run away. It could have gone a lot of different places and it didn't. But it's unpredictable, isn't it? And I think that in a way it's sort of foretelling the unpredictability of the week that is to come for Jesus. Because here he is riding high and by the end of the week he's crucified and he's betrayed and all these things happen that one never expected to happen. And I think the cult sort of signifies that in a way. And so um, we too are riding this cult and we're living in this unexpected uh, reality, this unseen reality. And we're each doing our best um, to cope with this. So what Jesus is demonstrating here is core strength. And as I look at this story, I see it unfolding more and more that that's what he's doing. Now, normally, when we think about core strength, you probably think about your fitness instructor, right? About your Pilates teacher, your yoga teacher, your dance teacher. They're always saying, always go to your core. Use your core muscles so that you don't hurt your back and you don't injure yourself. And it's because your core muscles are the base of support for your entire body. We have core strength. So when you have, sorry, when you have core strength, it strengthens the entire body. But what Jesus is demonstrating here today is spiritual strength, core spiritual strength. And he holds to that throughout this crazy week that he's about to experience. Now, Charles Fillmore, the co-founder of Unity, wrote a book called The Twelve Powers of Man um, and Woman, right? Twelve powers of men and women. And what Charles Fillmore did is he matched up the powers with the disciples and also in different parts of the body, kind of like the chakras, only instead of seven, there's 12. And Andrew is the power, uh, the disciple that represents strength. And you'll notice that Andrew and Peter are together quite often because Faith, which is Peter, faith rep is represented by Peter, uh, and, and strength go together. Strength can help build our faith. So when it falters, right, when our faith falters, it's because we give in to fear. But it's strength that can carry us through. It is located in the uh, lower back, according to Charles Fillmore, and he says, Be steadfast, strong, and steady in thought, and you will establish strength in mind and body. Never let the thought of weakness enter your consciousness, but instead affirm yourself to be a tower of strength within and without. So we're not limited by human strength because we are strong in the strength of spirit, the strength of God. Now, we have been called to shelter in until May 4th, 
So we have another month of this, today being April uh, April 5th. And um, so we've been in this like, what, two or three weeks? So we're kind of in a marathon and we're only in the middle of it. So um, we need this power right now, which is part of the reason I picked this this uh, is part of the story because the images that are coming in from all over the world, but especially New York this week with um, just the deaths, the, it's just uh, sobering and sad and unreal, you know, to go, well, I'm living in my house and I seem to be okay, but all of this is happening and it's and it's and it's real. So we're grateful again for the first responders, the grocery store workers, everybody who's keeping our power on and doing all those kinds of things. However, I recognize that you may uh, be feeling a little frayed at the edges, right? Um, being a little more uh, overly sensitive, or or maybe even critical at this time, and feeling that you're you're weak and you're unable to cope, and that's where we lean on this inner spiritual power, this faculty of strength that's within us that we don't have to, um, it's there, it's part of who we are. It's like all the 12 powers are a part of who we are. So um, I confess to to uh, giving in to weakness this week and feeling weak because, you know, uh, in, in normal situations, in normal circumstances, when things go wrong, it's like, yeah, it may not be fun, but you deal with it. You know, it's it's like, I, I can figure this out. I can do this. But this week I had uh, my plumbing back up and it turns out that there's a pipe broken that connects to the sewage outside. So um, for a couple of days the, or a day and a half or whatever, there's no water and it's not pretty. And I don't need to go into the details because you get it. And I just felt like not, this is... Uh, I don't, I, who, I can't deal with this now. And the truth is, you know, on the grand scale of things, yeah, it's not good and it's not a great thing to have to deal with. But I'm alive. My family's alive. We're well. Uh, and when I look at what the rest of the world is dealing with right now, this is minuscule. This is a tiny little thing. Not a tiny little thing, but you know, <laughs> but I certainly have the strength that it takes to uh, to manage. So what's going on in your life right now that, you know, it, it might feel astronomical to you and maybe it is, but then you do have this innate power of strength within you to meet and to deal with whatever is in front of you. And I think that's part of what's being called on all of us right now is to not give in to fear, to not give in to weakness, but to know that we are strong in spirit, that we are strong in in the presence of God. And there is nothing that we cannot face. I love what Emily Cady said. She said, greater is the power within you than anything that's out in the world. Greater is that power, and we're being asked to delve deep into that power more than we ever have before. So the U.S. Uh, Surgeon General said that this week is going to be the hardest and the saddest for most Americans. Vice Admiral Jerome Adams said, this is going to be our Pearl Harbor moment, 
our 9-11 moment. Only it's not going to be localized. It's going to be happening all over the countries, all over the country and, and countries really. And I, wanna, I want Americans to understand that as hard as this week is going to be, there will be a light at the end of the tunnel. And I think that's what we have to hold on to, right? It's like all things must pass. That yeah, we're stuck right now. We're locked in this, this situation that we're in. And so we need to embrace it. What is it that um, Byron Katie says that, you know, when uh, she does much better when she stops arguing with reality. So if you find yourself arguing with reality, well, guess what? This is the reality. And this is what we're called to do right now, to, to be um, as strong as we can be, as loving and kind and compassionate as we can be as we go through this. Jesus continued his steadfastness, his core strength throughout this week. He, I think, demonstrated it a, a number of times. But one of the times is when he's before Pilate because um, Pilate wants nothing to, Pontius Pilate wants nothing to do with this. You know, he's feeling like this is not my issue. This is not a Roman issue. And, you know, and he literally washes his hands in public to wash his hands of the situation. But he's trying, in the scripture, it's like he's trying to give Jesus an out. And he wants Jesus to defend himself. You know, well, tell me who you are. Who do you say you are? And I'm paraphrasing, but Jesus, you know, looks Pilate dead in the eye and he says, who do you say I am? And he he simply, um, he stands in his Christedness, right? He stands in his strength. He stands in his um godliness his awareness of his presence and um and he doesn't falter he doesn't falter there's an opportunity here as there are many to save himself to walk away from this whole thing and instead he stands firm he stands clear and everybody this is the strength that's being required of us right now, that same strength that Jesus had when he stood in front of Pilate and knew who he was. Winifred Wilkinson Hausman said, in the physical realm, strength is vitality, endurance, the ability to persist. In the mental area of expression, strength is that quality of mind which enables one to lead to accomplish, to follow through on decisions, to establish purposes in life, and to hold firm to spiritual principles in daily living. Strength is the ability, as Paul Hasselbeck said, is to stay the course, to last, to be persistent, to persevere, and to be stable. So let's all, <laughs> let's all gather together our our faculty and our power of strength, the ability to stay the course, to last, to be persistent, to persevere and be stable. And no matter what is in front of you, again, that uh, what is within you is stronger than anything that's out in this world. And we know that all things must pass. We will move through this together. So I invite you as we move forward to embrace the Easter story 
in a way that you may have never embraced this story before. Just as Jesus did on the night of the Lord's Supper, when he's alone in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he says, you know, Lord, take this cup from me. But if it is thy will, then I'll walk through this. And so may we follow in the footsteps of Jesus this week and surrender to a higher purpose, to surrender to a higher power, to surrender to a higher will. And to have the strength to be willing to face the crucifixion that we're collectively in right now so that we can be reborn and come out the other side transformed like the phoenix, the butterfly, resurrected. We get to celebrate that next week. So let's take a moment and focus our attention within. And yes, I'm aware I'm touching my face. (laughs) So I invite you to take a deep breath. And again, greater is that which is within you than anything that is out in the world. So I invite you to call in what is in front of you right now that you have to that you have to face. Maybe it's a broken pipe. Maybe it's an illness. Maybe it's a bill that you don't know how you're going to pay. Hold that in your mind right now. And so we collectively activate that power of strength that's within us. And that power of strength is the spiritual strength to carry us through. So breathe in to your core. And then also breathe into the to the small of your back, which is where Charles Fillmore said strength is located. And as you inhale, imagine that every cell of your body is filled with the power of strength. That there is no task, that there is no problem, that there is nothing that is in front of you that you cannot handle at this time. So we breathe it in. I am strong in spirit. I am strong in spirit. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so we do affirm this in the name and through the power of the living spirit of truth. And it is so. Amen. So thank you for uh, listening this morning. Next Sunday for Easter, Aaron's going to join us. Andrea and the the bowls are going to join us. So we'll have a full length hour service next week with all the uh, elements that we normally have. And we're going to celebrate this holiday, uh, this Easter in a totally different and an amazing way. I, if you're interested in joining us on Wednesday night, through our Zoom discussion group, check in. I invite you to contact our office and we'll uh, send you a link during this week. Um, Also, (laughs) gotta do my my part here. So um, this is the the texting and you have to text the word give to this number, 206-350-8448. 
And yes, you also can send in checks. And we're so grateful for those of you who are doing it and continuing to support the ministry because we still have to pay our bills just like everybody else does. Uh, Laura Hebert is going to be leading a meditation on Sunday mornings. And also Heidi Nathy is going to be leading um, a Zoom for our teens. So these are the things to be conscious of and aware of that are coming up. And um, for more information, you can go to seattleunity.org. So before I hang up, I just want to look to see who's been here. And um, we see Kathy Gorell and Johnny Woods and Andrea's here, Song May, Joseph, Felix, David Ray, Desi, Barbara, Ashley, Maya, Haya, Maya, Rose Ram, uh, Jennifer, Gail Crumpton's here, Mercedes, Lynn McKay, Susie. Hi, Susie. Susie's here. Diane Brennan, Steve Grant, um, Leanne, Lori. I hope I didn't leave anybody out. Anyway, it's great to see you. <laughs> it's great to see your names and, and, and comments here. So let's close with a, let's close with our prayer for protection, shall we? The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. God bless you, my friend, and have a wonderful week. If you enjoyed the Seattle Unity Sunday service, please hit the donate button so we can bring you even more uplifting music and messages. Or join us in person Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. You can find directions and information about all our programs, classes, services, and events at www.seattleunity.org. Or find us on Facebook, where we post all our readings, links to more podcasts, and sermon videos. Seattle Unity, celebrating, inspiring, and deepening our individual and collective spiritual journeys. Shine.